Hello, friends, and welcome to the podcast. This is Copenhagen, the podcast where I talk about my travels and studies in Copenhagen, Denmark. And I'm Laura, as you probably know. So this episode, I'm going to talk about Stockholm, Sweden, where I went this weekend with a couple of my friends. And um, I actually went on the trip with most of my housemates and then just one other person that doesn't live in my house. So there was four girls that went and two guys, and it was a lot of fun. So... I guess I'll tell you about some stories of what we did and then um, end up with some other side note, reflection-y, blah things that I realized outside of the trip. So yeah, so we started our trip on Friday night and our flight was at 7 p.m. So uh, the guys decided it would be a great idea to start drinking as early as possible. So as soon as we got on the metro to the airport, One of the guys whipped out four beers, and I have never felt more like a college student than I did on that day. <laughs> um, yeah, so we started drinking on the on the metro, and then the girls decided that it probably wasn't a good idea to make fools of ourselves in the airport, but the guys kept drinking, and we bought some alcohol at the tax-free uh, store, which was at the airport, and which is just a good idea in general because alcohol is really expensive in Sweden. So we were just planning ahead and making sure that we didn't have to buy anything when we were there, just be cheaper and easier, blah, blah. But they took this as an opportunity to drink on the plane. So by the time we got off the plane and, and back to our hostel, one of the guys was just completely drunk and he was just doing ridiculous things the whole time we were in the airport. As soon as we got off the plane, he was high-fiving people and making new friends. And it was half hilarious, half I did not want to be seen with him, but it ended up being okay. I feel like it's one of those things where you just, it happens once and you know you're being that guy, but you just do it anyway. So we booked a hostel in the middle of Stockholm in the downtown area and originally there were going to be seven of us on this trip so we booked seven beds in an eight-person room so when one person canceled there were six of us and we figured at most we would have one other person in our room because only one bed was not paid for but when we got there we were very surprised to find a half-naked couple in the bed that was empty and um, so that was a little bit shocking and then it ended up being another person in uh, the other open bed. So we ended up staying with three people when we only anticipated that we would have one other roommate. So that was an interesting experience. Um, but I think, you know, hostels, you're kind of put in this environment to meet new people and it's usually fun and, you know, usually like students on a budget and everyone's just having a good time and whatever. But of course, our roommates were very not talkative and did not make the experience fun and uh, mostly just sat there staring at us while we were in the room, which was a little bit uncomfortable, but uh, it ended up okay. So <clears throat> we got back to the hostel on Friday and we decided to go out and we were walking around, didn't really know where we were going, just kind of walking in our, in our neighborhood. And we thought that we were in the downtown so that there would be a lot of bars around and we kind of just wander into one. But It turned out there actually weren't that many bars open or in the area. So we'd been walking for maybe 10 minutes and then suddenly we heard loud music to the left as soon as we turned a corner and all of us were just kind of attracted to this music. And we looked over and just all 
at the same time just ran towards this bar. And as soon as we walked in, we immediately regretted it because looking around, it was essentially just middle-aged couples dancing and um, was maybe not the vibe we were going for. But we had spent so much time looking for a place that we I just took initiative and I was like, all right, we're going to get a beer here and then we'll regroup and figure out where else we can go. Maybe get some Wi-Fi and like look up other bars in the area. So we sat down and got beers and whatever. And of course, I chose a table that was right next to the dance floor and right next to the live band that was playing like oldies, classics that everyone knows. And we were just pretty entertained by everyone that was dancing. And we were the only people under the age of maybe 35 or 40 in this bar. And it was such an interesting experience because the longer we sat there, the more we wanted to dance with these people. So we're sitting there maybe 20 minutes and one of the guys gets up and starts dancing with one of these couples. And this couple is maybe like... 50 years old so he's just like dancing next to this couple and they're really into it and he's really into it and eventually he's just dancing with everyone in the crowd and he um like gets up on the table and it's just like having the greatest time and eventually one by one the rest of us also get up and start dancing with all these couples and it ended up being a really really fun night we didn't go anywhere else we just hung out at this bar and even as I'm explaining, it sounds really strange and not fun at all, but it's just one of those things where you don't anticipate it's going to be really fun and then it ends up being really great. So that's a good, good start to our trip. And then the next day we did, we walked around a bunch, saw a lot of, uh, famous buildings. We went to, um, like the parliament building. We saw the changing of the guards. We went to a photo museum that was really awesome and inspiring we got trapped by a half marathon, which I was more excited about than the rest of my travel mates. And then uh, later that day, me and two of my friends got trapped in the rain, which ended up being nice because we saw a rainbow afterwards that was honestly the most vivid rainbow I've ever seen in my life. Like, I've never seen a rainbow where you can see the blue in the color scheme, and wow, it was awesome. So that was a really great experience. And then um, we ended up having dinner at the hostel and went out again, nah, but that was less eventful. So Then on Sunday, the girls decided to take a boat trip, and it was a ferry that went to different uh, parts of the city, um, and at each stop there was a fun thing to do, like a museum or a sightseeing place or something like that, so you could get on and off at any point. So we decided to get on that, and we went to... Um, the Vasa Museum, which is a museum about a ship that uh, on its maiden voyage sank in the harbor. And it, it was undersea for 300 years. And then eventually they, and they lost the location of it, couldn't find it in the water. And eventually they found it and decided to take it out of the water and preserve it. And it was just like amazing to see what they preserved for example, they found bodies of people that had died on the ship and their shoes were completely intact after 300 years. And then there was a chest that they opened it up and there was a hat that had been perfectly preserved because it hadn't been opened since it had been brought on the ship. And it was crazy. It was like you could just take the hat out and wear it even though it had been undersea for 
over 300 years. It was crazy. I thought it was cool. So that was fun. <laughs> and things I wish we had done, I wish we had gone to the ABBA Museum because obviously ABBA is awesome. And then also there's a theme park that is themed, um, it's based on the children's story Pippi Longstocking, which of course is an awesome story and I love a lot. Read it when I was little, so that would have been cool to go to, but we just didn't end up having time. Um, but that would have been cool. And yeah, so that was mainly the main things that we did, and it was pretty fun. I had another iced coffee experience, if you've been keeping up with my iced coffee saga. Basically, every time I go to a new city or basically any cafe, the first thing I'll ask is if they have iced coffee, and I've been trying to frame the question in a different way every time so that maybe they can understand what I want. And so today, or the, the, during this trip, we went to a cafe and I asked if they had iced Americano and I was explaining to the barista um, what I wanted and it was just, you know, espresso over ice <laughs> with water maybe. I don't know how they do it. Someone who's a barista tell me. I don't know. <laughs> they cold brew the coffee, but clearly these people don't have cold brew coffee. They just have espresso. So they, of course they did not have espresso. She was like, <laughs> they didn't have iced coffee. The barista looked at me like I had three heads and she was like, well, I've never done that, but I could try. And I just wasn't in the mood for something that was almost iced coffee. So I decided to get something else. And I got this really awesome iced coffee in a canned thing. And it was kind of like the canned... Um, Starbucks Frappuccino things that they're really sweet and not really coffee at all, but this one just had it was awesome I made a really good decision, but it was not what I wanted But it turned out okay, so I'm pretty happy with that decision, but I Don't know if you've been keeping up with my saga, but I've been having lots of troubles finding an iced coffee in Europe so if anyone out there who is listening knows of how to get an iced coffee in Europe, please let me know because sometimes you're just in the mood for an iced coffee. That's all I'm saying. Maybe I'll just have to make one myself. I could do that. Okay, so one thing that I realized because of this trip is how happy I am that I chose Copenhagen as my study abroad location. And of course, there's lots of reasons why I'm happy I chose Copenhagen, but just coming back from Stockholm and um, just doing so many touristy things and experiencing a city where the town town is just like completely saturated with tourists made me realize how comfortable I am in Copenhagen and how similar the vibe is to New York at times and um, just how much of a great city it is to live in as opposed to visiting and I think that when I was trying to decide what city I wanted to go to I mean, sure, there was a lot of reasons why I chose Copenhagen, but it really could have been any city because I've never been out of the country, never been to any city in Europe. So, I mean, I figured that any city would be a really great experience. Um, but I think that I easily could have chosen another city that is very touristy and wouldn't have made me feel as comfortable as I do in Copenhagen. And maybe that's one of the reasons that I haven't experienced such huge culture shock is because um, Copenhagen is a really, really nice place to live and isn't very touristy and has a lot of um, small businesses and cafes and interesting places to go that are, I don't know how to explain it. It's really hard to explain because 
I'm sure Stockholm also has those things, but they're just less easily accessible. So all in all, I'm really happy that I chose Copenhagen, and that definitely reaffirmed that. Another thing that I realized was, <laughs> this is completely separate from Stockholm, but I just realized the other day how, how much of a hypocrite I am, and let me tell you why. So here in Copenhagen, everyone waits for the walk signal when they're crossing the street. If the, right, the light is red, they will not cross, and it's kind of just my instinct after living in New York to cross the street if there's no cars. I don't think about it, I just go, and oftentimes I'll be halfway across the street and then realize that I've left everyone behind me, and I'm still getting used to just waiting. And <laughs> it's just really funny because I've been so aware that I do that, but then the other day it just hit me that I'm reminded that in my application essay to apply to studying abroad, I had come across some comment by someone who had been to Copenhagen before and was talking about this exact same issue. And she was saying that um, she she found it very strange that people waited for the cross signals, especially after coming from New York. And the same exact situation that I was in. And having come across this and preparing to write my essay, I decided this would be a great point to include and how, you know, you don't, there's a lot of little subtle differences in cultures that you don't anticipate when going abroad and how a lot of people can get tripped up on those little things and um, maybe their experience becomes revolving around those little things and um, you have to kind of move past those things in order to have a really great time and um, assimilate with the culture and stuff like that. So that's what I had written about in my essay using that specific example and saying, you know, I will wait for the signals and <laughs> totally not be okay with it and not care and blah, blah, blah. And I just remembered the other day that I had written that, but I'm having that exact issue. So it's, I think it's pretty funny. But So having that realization, now I'm trying really hard to actually wait for the signal and not use my New York instinct. So I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> so strange, but... Yeah. Okay, so that's all on Stockholm and just some other observations. Um, thank you. Shout out to Amanda for sending me a letter. You're awesome. She wrote me a letter on her typewriter and sent it to me. So if anyone else would like to send me a letter, I would really love that. And um, I can give you my address if you message me. All right. Well, I will talk to you all soon. I'll try to do another episode quicker this time. And... Uh have any questions again please let me know because it's easier to talk when I have something clear to talk about so yep that's all thanks for listening